Welcome to another episode of the Entire Task Podcast. I'm the COO, Amin Rahmani. This is the show where our CEO, Marnie Melrose, and I interview successful business owners and coaches who share their stories, strategies, and insights to help you achieve your goals faster than ever before. Today on this episode, I interview Lynn LaSalle, who is a certified coach in health and wellness. She helps her clients get clarity by asking themselves, who am I and what do I want? And by helping them discover what they didn't know they didn't know about themselves. Lynn helps them gain power by being true to themselves and by practicing self-responsibility. She helps them follow through by starting with small steps and recognizing that change has to start internally in our thinking before we can execute differently in our life. Listen on for her story. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Entire Life series. Uh, I'm your host, Amin Ramani, and I'm very excited today to have a guest with us, uh, Lynn LaSalle. Uh, Lynn, I hope I pronounced your name right, actually. I should have asked You actually did, and thank you very much for that. I'm glad to hear that. Um, So Lynn is a certified coach in health and wellness, uh, in life and in functional nutrition. Uh, She's also a facilitator of compassionate integrity training. And uh, I personally, given my um, struggle to keep my own weight down and my physical fitness uh, where I want it to be as I get older, would love to hear more about the functional nutrition part as well. But what fascinates me about Lynn is that um, she's also got a lot of experience uh, being an entrepreneur. And a lot of our listeners, I think, are also in that position of starting a business or trying to uh, expand on their business. So I would love it, Lynn. Uh, first of all, welcome. Thanks for being here. Uh, but I would love it if you could expand on that a little bit and tell us a little bit about yourself, how you came to uh, get involved in coaching and maybe a little bit of uh, interesting background on your entrepreneurial experience. Okay. So <laughs> the first thing I want to say to you and your listeners is I like to share at the beginning the one most important thing that I want everybody to know about me, and this will come to surprise you, it will be unexpected, but I always like to let everybody know up front that I identify as a cartoon on feet because I'm very animated. I may use my hands a lot. I'm very expressive. And what you see is what you get. And you will understand by the time we get to the end of our little conversation today as to why that is so important. Okay. So thank you very much for letting me share that. So how did I get started? Well, as an entrepreneur, if you looked at my entire resume from my very first job at age 16, there are more industries listed on there than you could possibly imagine. My platform throughout my life was really never so much about building a career as much as it was earning the paycheck. I don't know. Does that sound familiar to any of the listeners? (laughs) And so (laughs) what's really interesting about that is that I didn't know then that I wasn't focusing on myself. I was focusing on a task. And what does that do? That just kind of keeps us here. Right. And so 
I had a lot of personal trauma over the course of my life, not specifically important, but when I got to an adult, my kids were grown. I had already had more different types of jobs than I could, I could specify. I had gone back to school. I got my degree in business management and marketing, and I was doing great at whatever job I did because I was in that task mode. And then I went through a life-changing uh, personal event and I was frustrated and lost after what felt like a lifetime of never being good enough. I'm sure a lot of people can relate to that as well. It seems to be a, an ongoing thing. I hit rock bottom. My brother, my dad, my dog, and my marriage died in less than five years leaving me feeling lifeless inside. And now I looked at all these industries I had worked in, all these task jobs that I had done and done so well in, but there was nothing that said me. Mm -hmm. And so here I am feeling lifeless and alone. And as I was always a caregiver, I was ensuring everyone else's happiness, that their life was happy, healthy, and productive, never asking myself, who am I and what do I want? And as an entrepreneur, I had tried multiple different things and was successful, but didn't ask myself, what do I want and who am I? Did you know that 60% of leadership professionals actually express feel used, feeling used up at the end of the day, according to a 2020 survey with a projection into 2021, with those numbers increasing 60%. And I suddenly started thinking to myself with those stats, wow, there's a lot of entrepreneurs out there that are leadership professionals, just like me, who, if they were already feeling used up before, what is that percentage now? Is it really 60% or is it even bigger, right? And so I really wanted to be able to bring that to the forefront. My last job was a managing two wellness centers. And in those centers, I had professionals, I had caregivers, I had parents all coming into the center, expressing feeling mentally and physically trashed, just totally fatigued. And they, the interesting part about it was, and I wonder if any of the listeners can relate to any of this, they were more willing to invest in whatever they had to do for their income, those task-driven jobs then they were willing to invest and commit to themselves. Right. And that kind of brings me back to that. Who am I and what do I want? Right. So I said, I want to bring something more to this wellness arena. And that's why I went to get certified as a coach, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't get certified as a health coach only. I needed to also get certified as a life coach because I believe in a whole person you can't just treat one piece of you because they're all connected, right? And our mind, most people don't understand, is what really drives the body. And I'm sure we could have a whole long conversation about that. But that being said, that's what brought me into coaching. And I wanted to be able to bring my life's experience, my self-discovery, and the training to be able to help others really have the quality of life that they don't 
no, they don't know they can have. And it's amazing because there's so much good content available. I'm one to suck up a lot of information on YouTube on uh, making big life changes and and how to uh, live a better life. But um, that monotonous kind of um, daily life activity, if your life is all about work or it's all about one aspect and not having a balance between them, Yeah, it can feel like every day you're spinning your wheels, but not making any progress. And I love what you said there, Lynn, because it actually is a perfect kind of um, relation to one of the topics we like to talk about here, which is clarity. So as you mentioned, um, it, it sounded like you were talking about areas of people's lives where they need clarity and they need to find clarity. Uh, They need to um, discover what their life should really be about and then let that trickle down into what they might want to do with their life and how they might want to earn a paycheck. And it seems to be the other way. You go, you get trained for a job because that's the job that's available. You need to support yourself the older you get, support a family potentially, um, and, and who knows who else in your family, um, depending on the circumstances. And then all of a sudden, you're not living for yourself anymore. So how, how do you help your clients or even for yourself uh, describing the situation you were in? How did you get that clarity? That's a great question. I mean, um, let me say that my clients have named me the identity coach. Mm-hmm. And the reason that they've named me that is because they feel that I help them discover what they didn't know they didn't know about themselves. And they connect with who they truly want to be. Mm-hmm. When we don't ask ourselves that question, most other people don't ask us that question, right? And so for me and my story, being a caregiver for so many other people and focusing on so many things in other people's lives, I had never connected with myself. So like I said, I was going from job to job, but when my kids grew up, I wasn't a mom anymore. And it was like, okay, what next? Life was never about me. What do I do now? It's like this lost feeling, right? And so the interesting thing is when we start to ask ourselves, who am I and what do I want? we start to get that clarity because we start to think, well, okay, what we believe may not be what we truly believe at our core. Who are we deep down inside? And have we been doing something else so long that that identity is so hidden, so deep that we can't even recognize it? So when we start to, the quality of our life does change. And what's really... um, interesting about that is that my story basically was the big discovery of what I didn't know I didn't know about myself. I felt I was very analytical. I thoroughly researched everything from every angle. I have to have all the answers to make sure I can do the best. Yeah. How could it be possible that I never looked inward and asked myself any questions when I'm so thorough, right? right. And when I realized that, so much change. So what keeps me clear and focused on my goals is consistently reminding myself 
that everything in my life is a choice, my choice, good or bad. I get to choose what I want. And that's not selfish, which most people tend to think it is. I have a support and accountability system in place to keep me on track. Very important, I've discovered. And most of all, when I feel uncomfortable and I can't put my finger on why, I ask myself, who can help me discover what I may not know, I don't know, so I can get unstuck? The most powerful, courageous thing that we can do is ask for help, which is why I became a coach. Because as a coach, my mission is to partner with others who want to discover who they may be hiding so deep inside themselves, they don't even know that person is there. And so it was life-changing for me in so many great ways. My mission is to help other people do it in way less time that I've done it myself. And I've learned from that, that it's not about the paycheck because we can get a paycheck and love what we do and love life while we're doing it. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Uh, And I'm really glad you positioned it that way because I was going to ask, uh, after you mentioned that, that I, I believe after you do take the time to look inward and discover uh, who that person is, it takes a degree of courage and power to then turn that person outward, uh, express yourself, um, and, and not under any kind of template that just because other people have done it some way, you have to do it the same way. Uh, you know, I do a little bit of stage acting. There's plenty of friends of mine that say I could never get up on stage. And then I remind them that when I'm up on stage, it's actually not me. It's whoever the character is. So actually it didn't take any courage at all to hide behind that character, right? It takes much more courage for it to be you and putting yourself out there. So I wonder if, if you could maybe give us um, some, some, help in in techniques or or ideas of what to do once you finally face who you are because for some people it might even be scary to discover who they are at a certain time or they might end up getting themselves depressed because they don't like who they are at that particular moment it doesn't mean they're a horrible person or a bad person it just just might be that that's how they feel about themselves so so how does one discover some kind of inner power where they can be you know happier about who they are or or, or at least discover the great points about who they are (laughs) and bring those out i really do appreciate the question um before i actually answer that would it be okay Mm -hmm. for me to comment on something that you just shared with me please please go ahead i want to say thank you so much for sharing uh your your summary of what came up for you with what i said and most importantly I want to highlight the fact that you said someone may be one identity and not know what to do with it or not even know that the other is there, right? So one of the things that comes up when I speak to my clients about identity is who are you at home and who are you? at work? And who are you with your friends? And so on and so on. 
Because if the answer turns out that it's a different person in each environment of our life, then the question I ask is, how exhausting is that? Yeah. How might it feel to just be one person in all of those environments? All the listeners out there, I, I, I ask you, think about what that might feel like. Yeah. For me, I discovered that I spent so much of my life not being allowed to be me. Mm-hmm. And I'll share with you, I mean, that's what's led me to be a cartoon on feet because my fun, my whimsiness, my humor, uh, all my animation was stuffed in a box. But when I realized that I asked, who am I and what do I want? And I said, it's my choice. That person came out. And that's who I am, whether I'm in an interview like now or with my family, with my friends, or even in a networking event, even with my clients. I'm one person and it's so much less fatiguing. I have so much more energy. And so I think that's just was important to highlight. Um, And so we're looking for something to kind of keep us on that path and to know what direction to take based on your question. And I want to share with you, that's different for everybody. Mm -hmm. If we had everyone on the planet in one spot, and we were all 99% the same. The most important part about that, I mean, is that that 1% difference is what we need to focus on because that's what matters to that person. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what everybody else focuses on. There is no one size fits all for anybody. So when it comes to choosing the path to find who you want to be, the very first step, and I'm very passionate about this, is self-responsibility. And self-responsibility is, doesn't mean that you need discretionary income or time to have a massage or take a vacation or a lot of things that aren't, a lot of people seem fluffy or selfish if you take time away from something else. Self-responsibility means that We are making sure that we are in 100% great condition to be the best, not only for ourselves, but then for everybody else. And and there's a lot of different things around Mm self-responsibility. And the first thing really starts with internal and external boundaries. What will we accept? What won't we accept? And that all Mm -hmm. connects to who we want to be and what we want. Because those all those things connect to our core strengths. And so that's one of the things that I would work with a client on because that's what I needed to do. We have to start with one small step of looking inward and starting to ask those deep thought provoking questions that most of us don't ask ourselves. But once we start to do that, we automatically get set on the right path. Yeah. And I imagine some of the, uh, there's two things that, that 
triggered me there. I imagine that some of that fear, I'll call it fear of uh, expressing who one, one truly is. You mentioned uh, who are you with your family? Who are you at work? Mm -hmm. And of course, there's going to be some variations there. Some areas require more formality, some, but it doesn't mean we should be different people mm. in those situations, right? We should always be ourselves. And I, I want, and you mentioned that uh, how much of a relief it can be to just be that one person instead of constantly feeling like mm -hmm. you have to be a different person. I wonder if some people are afraid because they think they're going to lose something, whether it's lose friends or lose attention or lose whatever. And I, I wonder if they've, if you have any thoughts on this or if, or if people would think about it another way, which is that the effort you're putting in to, to <clears throat> maintaining those personas is probably robbing you of the energy you'll feel or you'll get back from just having to be the one persona, which is the true self. And if, if there are some people that turn away from you, that doesn't mean you're not going to attract other people to who you truly are. And those people will probably stick around because they like you for who you actually are. <laughs> and then the other part I'll, I'll mention and then I'll, I'll uh, um, clam up because I'd rather hear what you have to say about it, uh, which is um, for me personally, um, I, I what you said towards the end there really resonated because uh, of trying to sort out, let's say my diet in the last, let's say, five to eight years is when I really started to focus on it because I have so many things. I love ice cream and cookies and all kinds of other stuff. But more importantly than that, um, I, I feel like diet is one of those things where if we don't realize what we're putting in, um, we don't, we also don't realize that all of our cells, everything that we gets rejuvenated in our body comes from the food we put in. And so I remember a bunch of years ago starting to realize this point and trying to make better decisions. And every year it's just been better and better and better. There's a lot of additional work one should put in mentally and I guess spiritually in other, other ways, but definitely that was one component that was very important. Um, and yeah, you, you almost can't fire on all cylinders if you're not putting good fuel into your body. So, uh, so yeah, so I really appreciate what you said there. Um, and I would love if you could maybe pepper in some points about how one follows through with being themselves. Uh, so, so let's say you do take a step and start to merge those personas together. Um, you start to, um, present the one person that truly reflects who you are, but then you meet some of this resistance and other things. How does one then carry forward with that, um, you know, that power of, of trying to express who you are truly? <laughs> I really do appreciate um, all that's resonating with you and, and what you're sharing, because um, not everybody is willing to do that. And I appreciate that you are. I think it's important for me to bookmark here for a moment and say, it is never easy. Yeah. But because it's not easy, it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, 
I know that you're asking if someone recognizes this, if someone's thinking about this and that there may be fear about it. Mm -hmm. So here's the crazy thing. I think most of us don't even know. All of us think we're putting our best foot forward based on the facts at the time, right? I did. Mm -hmm. Everybody in my life thought I was Wonder Woman because I was able to get everything done. I I was organized. I, I had everything going for me from everybody else's perspective. But I didn't have anything for myself because I never looked that way. I didn't know to look that way. I had no idea. Like I said, when we started the conversation, it was when the bottom fell out and I had nowhere else to look except within myself that everything changed. And so I think it's, it's important to recognize that we have to ask ourselves some questions, but the most important thing to understand is two things. Number one, it's not easy. If it was easy, it, really wouldn't make that much of a difference, right? Mm-hmm. It, so it's worth it. Yeah. And the other thing is, that was the most important thing that I discovered I didn't know, I didn't know, was that I didn't realize that I wasn't the same person. I didn't realize that I was putting so much energy in to being different, depending on who I was with and putting so much forth for that. And I think that's important for me to, to, to mention here only because, yeah, there may be some people who have that fear. There may be uh, some people who are thinking about it. But I can honestly say in my experience, I don't, I'm not really quite sure that I've met anybody that actually realizes it until they start asking those questions. Mm-hmm. So when you say, okay, maybe somebody does realize it and how do they go forward and how do they maintain that, right? The most important thing is to remember that nothing happens overnight. We really need to start with small steps. Mm -hmm. And those small steps really come along with small questions that we ask ourselves. Because the change has to start internally in our thinking before it could actually execute differently. And you're right. When we start to act differently, that may not necessarily be received with a warm and fuzzy Mm -hmm. by somebody else. There's a paradigm that says when we make a decision to change, we also have to make a decision to accept that other people may decide to stay where they are. Right. And remember that one very important fact here is that whatever relationships or connections that we may have based on all the work that we're doing to be accepted in all of these different environments, Mm -hmm. when we change to be who we want other people to see, there is probably a level of expectation, right? That something will change. What if it's that 
maybe those connections weren't truly serving who we are and want to be. Right. So is that okay? Yeah. So it's important to recognize that when we make that, and I emphasize choice to be who we want to be, we're giving ourselves permission to not be worrying about pleasing everybody else. We need to please ourselves first because the truth of the matter is, how can others trust us 100% if we're not being ourselves? Exactly. So we're benefiting everybody in the long run, but it takes us time to ask those questions and trust ourselves so that we can put out what we feel whole in. And then you don't really have to think so much about what you have to do to be that person. That's why it takes so much less energy. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. And, and I think <clears throat> that energy probably, um, uh, this ties back to uh, that feeling of being burnt out uh, that we talked about at the beginning there. And, I, and I've seen it mentioned on your website as well. Yes. Because uh, it takes a lot of effort to maintain those, <laughs> those outward appearances, <laughs> if that's what people are currently engaged in. And, they, and um, I can imagine that it also might lead to withdrawing at some points and wanting to seclude oneself because you feel overloaded <laughs> and you can't share yourself with everyone. <laughs> and you and it's common. Yeah. yeah. And I wonder if, um, if I could, just share uh, a little segment so that if listeners are curious as to how they might recognize if they are even doing this because they don't know, uh, this might be helpful. Is that okay? Please, please. So um, I worked with a client who seemed very confident, very in the flow of things, just had a few questions. And in our conversation, I asked this question. I said, when you were at the point of wanting to find a life partner so that you could have a family and you were going out into different environments to find how to meet that person and make that connection, Mm -hmm. who did you want that person to see? And they thought about it. And I said, okay, now let me ask you this question. When you don't go to work, Do you go to work with the intention of showing people in your work environment the same person or is it somebody different? And I got, that's when we can start to identify whether or not there's maybe a little extra energy that's getting put out, you know, um, I want to share that it was about three months after that conversation when the same person said to me, based on our conversations and the questions you asked, I've changed my job. I do more with my wife. I love what I do. And I have more quality time with my four kids. Life is great. Thank you so much. That's amazing. I love that. And that it was really all started with that one question of really identifying for ourselves 
hey, there is something that's not exactly the way I want it. Mm-hmm. What can I do about it? And for everybody, that is different. So it's very exciting to me to be able to help other people find their inner power yeah. that helps them keep going when they're not sure what to do. Absolutely. And, and it sounds like, uh, you know, one way to, to say this would be there's a difference between intelligence and awareness. Uh, you know, you, we can all be smart and have good jobs and all that stuff, but we may actually not have some of the awareness that you're talking about, uh, about ourselves, about the way we reflect on others, the way others reflect on us, what that says about what who we put out there. Uh, are they a true reflection of who we are? <laughs> you know? Think about it. I mean, we're, we're in a society, no matter where we are on the planet, that is really very much in a hamster wheel motion. We're, yeah. We all keep going and technology has made it so it's virtually no pun intended, impossible to disconnect. Yeah. You know, nobody can really leave work 100% unless they choose to. Nobody can, you know, get out of the office unless they choose to. You know, it's it's so much more difficult in today's world based on just the technology that we have. And based on this last year, you know, there's a lot of people that are having some Zoom fatigue. They're also yes. some people who are having challenges getting back into that in-person routine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, let me just put out there to anyone who's listening that the most important part about all of that is that change is always opportunity. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to mean something negative. Yeah. And so when we look for the opportunities, the path, comes before us yeah and i hope i hope that is one of the positives that comes out of this um this whole crazy year that we've had or or almost crazy two years i guess is people will start to realize hey you know what i can live differently i can live better um certain doors seem closed uh but a lot of other doors are wide open now (laughs) So, um, so I, I hope people are walking through those doors to find out. Um, I, I know I certainly am. <laughs> um, well, Lynn, this has been a fat, fantastic conversation. I really appreciate your time. Um, one of the things we like to end with actually is um, uh, a little uh, free gift for our listeners. And I know you had one ready as well. So I, I would love to invite you to tell uh, everyone about your uh, your free free offering today. <laughs> okay. Um, so we talked at the very beginning, uh, titled "Me in the Mirror," mm-hmm. and basically, a question I like to say to people is: When you look in the mirror, who do you see? And some people will have a quick answer, but there's usually several answers several titles that come after that. So it's basically um, an activity to be able to go through and ask yourself some of those internal questions that you may not have asked yourself before. And uh, it'll follow up with um, maybe a couple of little steps to be able to figure it out. And obviously, 
anyone that needs any additional support and accountability about being able to take that to the next step if they're unable to do it themselves. That's what the identity coach is here for. That's great. That's great. And, and there are some links that go with that, uh, including link to your website. So I'll make sure that we include that as well uh, when we go to publish the video. Um, but otherwise, I really hope this is the first of many conversations because it, it's been very enlightening for me as well. And uh, sure. once again, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to be here with us. I absolutely appreciate it. And, it's my pleasure. Uh, and uh, to everyone else who's listening, please stay tuned for the next episode and uh, we'll see you again. <laughs> Take care. Thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And if you did, please leave us a review. It really helps others to decide if they're going to listen to you. This series has been all about clarity, power, and follow through. Entire Task can help you get clear with its vision board, it gives you the power to do what's most important with our algorithms and to chunk things down so it's easy to follow through. Check it out at entiretask.com.